Picks and bets. I am your host, DJ Mitchell, here to cover the four game Monday slate. If you're watching this on YouTube, which I highly suggest, you'll probably see a very sad DJ Mitchell because I'm wearing all of my brown stuff. It was a very tough Sunday, but we're going to get right into it. We're going to get forward thinking. Let's go after this four game slate. Let's get our money back that we lost on NFL fantasy um, right away with the return to Austin Matthews slate. So, I'm excited. I love Austin Matthews. I can't wait to watch him play again. This is probably my favorite bet of the night today. I, I think that the Toronto line is really, really strong. It's moved quite a bit. I got it at minus 195 right now. I wish I would have taken it earlier, but uh, alas, I think that they're a really, really good bet on Monday night to take down the Rangers. I also like the over a good bit. I think at six where it is right now, it's very fair. I think it's going to get the six and a half and I'm probably just going to not do it at that point. Um, but I think a seven goal game is in order for us. So you could do it, but who knows? Um, the one big question on the Ranger side is will Ryan Strom come back from his COVID absence? I kind of doubt it. I read as much as I could possibly find on it. I didn't see anything heavily leaning either direction. It seems like Sunday was kind of an off day for most of the beat reporters, which is fair. We'll find out. If he does miss, Philip Heedle kind of steps into a premium role. He played with Artemi Panarin and power play two, and he led almost yeah, he led them in five on five for forwards. Um, pretty good defensive forward in his own right. I, I guess that's kind of seemingly why he got so many minutes. He played with almost everyone because Kako Capo Capo Kako missed most of the game with an injury. He got hurt in the first period. And at that point, the first line or the fourth line for the Rangers basically fell apart. So I think that he's a, still a good bet to get about 18 to 20 minutes with Panarin. So he's a really good play on DraftKings if you need to find some salary relief, which might be the case if you're playing Matthews and Marner. The lines for the Maple Leafs were Matthews with Marner and Richie, Bunting with Tavares and Nylander for the top six, Tavares was on the first power play with Nylander, Marner, Matthews, and Riley. I think some stack of that is going to be in the winning lineup myself on DraftKings. I'm probably going to end up with Matthews and Marner. But I think Tavares and Nylander could be a really, really good uh, contrarian take here. They're going to be well under-owned compared to Matthews and Marner. There is enough salary relief on this slate to get it done. I also think taking like Matthews, Marner, and Nylander could be really contrarian and might get the job done. I think that the Rangers are going to give up a good bit defensively. If you're fading Toronto on DraftKings, I would definitely jam in Georgia. He should be the starter for the Rangers and he's going to see a ton of shots. So if you're not playing Matthews Marner and the gang, it seems like a really good bet that the Rangers goal is going to be in that winning lineup. So that's kind of how I'd be attacking this slate because this will be probably the focal point of most lineups. This game should be really high owned in general. And it does lead to a lot of props that I think are going to be favorable. Um, as of recording, we don't have a ton of lines right now for player props. I do think that some books will have Matthews at three and a half shots. I would definitely take that over. If they don't, you know, four and a half right now is what DraftKings has. I'm probably just not going to do it because it's just kind of playing with too much variance to put into some sort of a parlay. So I really just take the Toronto line, put that in a parlay instead. I think it's a much safer bet, um, but 
you can you can do with that what you want. Matthews should be a guy that really profiles well to get the five shot bonus on DraftKings. So yeah, I don't I don't hate it. Um, as far as the Rangers are concerned, I don't know if there's anything perfect here because I I don't know what to expect. They didn't run a skate on Sunday, so I'm really expecting them for a Monday morning pre skate. I got to see the lines first before I make any decisions on what I'm going to do with them. But Philip Hedl should be in a premium role. If they do put Zabinijad up with Panarin, I really might consider that on DraftKings because I do think it's going to be very under But we don't know that knowledge right now. So I'm just going to plan on playing Matthews and hoping those props um, get a little bit lower so I can jam them in myself. Game number two of the night, we have the Kraken at the Flyers. I watched a lot of the Seattle game on Saturday. They actually did push the pace a decent bit. I don't know if I'm going to take the over here at six, but that's what I would lean. I also do like the Flyers side. Right now I got it at minus 140 as of recording. I don't mind that at all at home. I think they're the better team here. I think the Flyers are actually like a little bit undervalued by the books. They did get the uh, the win on Friday night. They didn't play Saturday. And they did it with a, a great comeback. That first line of Drew connecting and Guterrier was awesome. That was the play I had on DraftKings. It saved my night. I do think it's a really, really good line and it correlates well in the power play. So I don't, I, I don't think a lot of people are going to play it. So I think it's a, it's a decent bet, but this game in general, I'm not planning on using it as anything, but maybe a bit of a, a cap relief. If I take some Kraken players, um, as far as the Flyers are concerned, if Ristolainen's back, this will change everything I'm about to say, but their defense was highly concentrated with Provorov getting 29 and Ellis getting 28 minutes. If Ristolainen comes back, I expect that to change. But a guy like Ellis at 6,100, is I'm still considering it. He had a lot of blocks, a lot of shots. I think that will continue. Um, the other play in this game that I think might get overlooked is Atkinson. It, it might be a bit too expensive. I think there's enough... Uh, top plays that I want on this slate that I might not get to it at 5,800, but I do think that he is going to end up being a pretty good rate shooter for the flyers and might end up being contrarian for people that take that first line. So I do like that play. And I like those shot props connecting was at one and a half on Friday for shot. Uh, I'll take that again. If you want to give it to me, uh, we don't have it right now, but I do, I do think he'll probably middle around two. I definitely like that. Giroux had a ton of shots on goal. I think the books will probably not put him out because they're probably trying to figure out what he's going to do, but he generally speaking has been a pretty good playmaker. So I don't really mind taking connecting again, but we'll see what they do. Um, as far as the Kraken are concerned, I love Jaden Schwartz price. I think that if you're playing cash, like, I don't know how you don't take this guy at like what he's 3,900 on DraftKings. I don't know how you don't take that. He has been a great rate shooter in the past. I know McCann might cannibalize him a bit, but he still should be able to get there at 3,900. First power play, ton of minutes, really seems like a pretty easy lock. Ryan Donato's come up in price a bit. He still is a good play at 3,400. Um, as far as props are concerned, I don't mind like a save prop. If you can get it for Grubauer, if he starts, or Drieger, um, I think the Flyers will put up a ton of shots again. So I think the save props are probably the, the safest play there. Um, other than that, I think I think the Flyers at minus 140 at home seems like a good bet. Moving on to the Anaheim Ducks at the Calgary Flames, this game will get a lot of intrigue. Uh, Matt the Chuck put up nine shots on goal. I had that shot prop at two and a half, absolute 
I'd be just giving me free money. I couldn't believe I got that over on underdog. That's absolutely free. Um, definitely take that again. If they give it to me, please do. He is a absolutely awesome rate shooter. Matt, the Chuck is, he played a ton, a ton of minutes. I mean, the, the uh, what's his name? Uh, Sutter uh, coaching for the Calgary flames has been a bit of a question mark. He ran 11 and seven against the Oilers. They lost five to two. Maybe they'll change that up. But they gave their top guys all of the minutes. Gaudreau, Lindholm, and Matt Bichuk, all correlated first line, all correlated first power play, 24 minutes of ice time um, for everyone. Matt Bichuk got 22. But that is that is really, really easy money. I love that stack. I'm trying to get that in Toronto with some puns. It's my plan right now. I think it'll be popular. They'll probably be one of the more popular stacks on the slate. But all of the shop wraps that go with it, I'm going to be in on. So Matt, the Chuck, whatever, whatever it is, if it's three, take it three and a half, probably take it anything over that. Look at another book, <laughs> because like I said, I got a two and a half and that is just easy money. I wouldn't go elsewhere too much um, with the second and third line. This doesn't seem like you need to the top power play had Rasmus Anderson on the point, which is what we expected. He saw 23 minutes. So if you do want to get a four man stack on a four game slate, it makes a lot of sense. He'd be the guy to put with them with Georgiev and goal fade Toronto. seems like a really interesting take for the drafting slate. That might be contrarian. That might be something I consider. Um, as far as the Anaheim side, I'm not really interested in the ducks. They've spread out the minutes a ton. They've run four lines very consistently. And I just don't think they're a very good team. Gibson and net does hurt the upside of Calgary. So I, you know, I just, I, this game is the only five and five and a half over under, I fade. I, I well, I lean the under in general. I don't like anyone on Anaheim as a play personally. But if you need the cap relief, McTavish continues to be incredibly cheap. He's on the power play two, but the power play that's scoring. Um, Silverberg again on I believe it was uh, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. Um, Silverberg scored in the power play. McTavish is on that unit. That unit's been really good. So. A you know a guy that I think will profile as a good rate shooter. We haven't really seen it yet in McTavish on the second unit. But like I said, the one that's scoring 14 minutes of ice time, 2,600 on DraftKings. Seems like a good bet. I don't like any props from Anaheim. I'm just not going to touch it. Doesn't seem like you need to. I would rather take the under, but I'm I'm probably not going to do it because I just don't like taking unders. Not that much fun. <laughs> so I probably overall in this game fade it other than the Calgary shot props that I mentioned. The final game of the night is St. Louis at Arizona. I was at the Sabres game, watched Arizona play. They stink. They had a goalie in net that I do not know. I, I mean, like I thought I knew who their backup goalie was until he came out in the ice. Carol, the Mecca. I, I don't know how to say his name. Um, he looked good. Uh, they they gave up a ton of shots against. I expect them to do the same. And for that reason, I'm planning on jamming in Bustevich. I think that he's a really, really good play on DraftKings. Um, they ran a ton of Marco Scandella, 26 minutes, but he didn't get power play time. I do think that he's a fair bet uh, as a really cheap punt defenseman just because of the minutes and the chance of getting the block bonus. Boost Nevich played with Shen and um, Jordan Cairo. I, I, I think that's going to get overlooked. Um, Boost Nevich played with Cairo on the second power play. I think that's a pretty good two man stack. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards. As far as shot props are concerned, I would, pro I mean, we don't have him right now. 
I, I, I'm going to look at what we get, take it through a few different sites, but Pusnevich, Peron, these guys should see a ton of opportunity to shoot against Arizona. They should drive possession really, really well. They already are a good possession team and they're playing a team that is really bad at possession. So I expect them to hit, you know, 34, 35 shots. Seems like a fair bet. So I definitely think that I'm going to be trying to get some of the shot props on the St. Louis side, whatever it is. Um, whatever ones I like the most. And I'll be tweeting them out so you guys can take a look. I don't think I'm going to get cute with anything here. I, I think that some people might consider Tarasenko because he's really, really cheap. They haven't played him enough for me to do. He had 13 minutes against Colorado in a 5-3 to three win on Saturday night. I'm just not going to take it. I think it was just a better play. So with all of that being said, my favorite bets of the night, Toronto in general, Anything Austin Matthews related, I, I think that like a, a goal prop could be in order for me. Um, the Matt the Chuck shot prop, definitely going to have that. Uh, and probably the over in the Toronto Rangers game. Those, those are probably my favorite bets of the night. Those seem like easy money to me. We'll see what props we get. I'll definitely be tweeting them out. We might find one that I like even more than that. So with all that being said, please rate, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Check out the Morning Skate podcast, um, the Hockey Assist Network. I'm hopefully going to have a few more videos coming out soon. I've been really, really busy. I started my first week at a new job, so haven't had a lot of time, but soon I'll be working from home, so I'll have more time to do that. But with all that being said, it's a four-game slate. Let's all cash our lineups out. Tweet at me, follow, um, send me anything, any questions, and join our Morning Skate podcast Discord. Thank you again for listening. Have a great slate, everyone. Have a better slate than the Cleveland Browns did on Sunday. And we will talk to you on Friday. Thank you.